0: This is you.
1: Urgent Care. Urgent, urgent Care.
0: Urgent Care is the place you go when you don't have any other option. Urgent Care. Urgent Care. I see a lot of myself in this caller. Yeah,
1: same here. Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee A
0: Welcome to Urgent harmony. <laughs> Perfect harmony. <laughs> perfect. Harmony, (laughs) no notes.
1: No notes from us on the harmony. Um, This and
0: that's the episode. Thanks so much for tuning in.
1: (laughs) This is of course urgent care. I'm Joel Kim Booster.
0: I'm Mitra Jahari, and we're
1: here to help you um, to the best
0: of our limited, limited, practically non-existent ability. ability, Which is (laughs) of
1: course the story of every doctor who spent years in medical school at urgent care. We are, um, they are basically useless. I want to go on record as saying that everyone at urgent care. Basically just pulled in off the street, thrown in scrubs.
0: Doctors are fake.
1: Doctors are fake.
0: Doctors are fake. Doctors are fake. I was on a
1: cruise (laughs) once. I was on a cruise (laughs) once in about, um, I want to say like uh, 4.35 a.m. over the PA. They were like, it was a gay cruise. And they were like, is there a doctor on board? We need a doctor. And I was surrounded truly by three or four doctors who were all so fucked out of their mind on drugs that they were all like, We can't help. And it really did make you uh, sort of made me realize like, your doctor can be anybody. (laughs) Even a cracked out, like, you know, drug strap wearing man, just like feet away from you, who's sort of hearing an announcement about somebody needing help, which I will reveal to you, we found out was a foreskin tear. Oof. Yeah, he needed a little bit more than urgent care. (laughs) But (laughs) (laughs) how are you, (laughs) Mitra?
0: You know, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's it?
1: Just good. That's it? How was your Thanksgiving? This is my, now, my, I think this is, we're on into January, but, um, <laughs> and I'm just now asking, how is it?
0: My Thanksgiving was good. I went to Santa Barbara. It was pretty.
1: Okay. Yeah. End of story. End
0: of story. Not really anything noteworthy to share. It was just a nice time. mm and um and how was yours
1: mine was good I did get yelled at by a bouncer and it is now even on into January sort of stayed with me because again it is our shared struggle of not knowing what to say but basically what happened is we were all leaving as a group of our own accord we said we're done with this bar we're getting out of here and then I sort of led the charge out of the bar and then I noticed that no one was following me so I turned around to go back and see like what's the situation why is everyone sort of huddling inside still and the bouncer said no more people in and I said Okay, but you just saw me come out. I'm just going in to grab my friends. And he said, hey, calm down, calm down, Mm. take a breath. And I truly lost my shit. And I said, I'm calm right now. I'm the one who's calm. You're the one who needs to take a breath. And then no exaggeration, I stood in front of this straight man, outside in the blistering cold of the streets of LA and we both repeated back to each other, no, you need to calm down. No, actually, you're the one who needs to calm down. No, it, no, no, I'm so fine. Funny.
0: You need like, to calm down. It's so funny how stupid an actual fight is. Yeah. Like, how, like nothing smart is said. It's just like some version of two people saying the same phrase over and over again. Over and again, over again. And then you, he faces, KO'd me.
1: He KO'd me by switching up the, the pattern and literally, and then they, my friends came out just as he said this and I had I couldn't, I had no reason to stay. And he said, just get out of here. You're being fucking annoying. And I said, and I truly, to my core, I was like, he's not wrong, but he's the one who's also being annoying. And it's for me not to be able to sort of rejoin that and be like, actually, I want you to look internally at your own behavior and sort of assess how annoying you are being. (laughs) You're but gonna, ultimately you're gonna
0: get married to each other. Know.
1: You know what's and this is something that I'm I'm working on. I actually I don't think I've ever done this, but my initial impulse with those sorts of situations is always to do that thing where I'm like, well, you're just a bouncer. And I didn't say it. And I'm glad I didn't say it, because that's not who I am as a person. Cause I think bouncers' lives matter. Mm-hmm. Famously, I've always said that on a t-shirt. But there is something where I'm like, I did want to, I just wanted to communicate to him without class shaming him by being like, hey, the stakes of this situation, pretty low if you let me back in the bar, you know? Are you saving a life here? No. So maybe take a chill. I wasn't, I didn't need to be told to calm down. That is, I think, one of the most triggering things you can say to any person who is completely calm.
0: People know that.
1: Who is being completely calm. I wasn't even fucked up. Just to say calm down
0: to somebody. Oof. You're playing with fire.
1: You really are. And you are playing with fire by calling into this show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Another seamless transition. Seamless, flawless.
1: (laughs) All the words. Um, Let's jump. We're going to go to a break. And then when we come back, we're going to jump in and help you. Okay. Back from one of our patented.
0: Consensual
1: breaks, beloved breaks. Not one that's inserted. Not one that they said they're going on
0: too long. No, No. one that we we choose. We choose to go on breaks. breaks. We choose our breaks. But speaking of breaks, this is no longer a break, and we have a voicemail.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hi. uh,
3: So I'm nearly a 40 year old man who really loves this podcast, and I'm like uh, six episodes in and uh i realize how young every single other caller is and it makes me feel like a creep that i enjoy the show so much uh but mitra you're hilarious and
1: uh i don't know i guess i'm just looking for uh okay. absolution and, Wait, and permission to uh for a 39 year old male to listen to the show and just enjoy the comedy uh, without uh feeling like a creep <laughs> thank you Once again, I did not pay attention to the voicemail close enough before we selected it. What
0: the fuck? (laughs)
1: Get out. You're not allowed to listen anymore. You're absolutely not allowed to listen anymore.
0: Here's what I think is everybody wants you to sit on their fucking face and it's about time I got one. (laughs) No, That is... Nobody's calling in saying I'm hot. Nobody's calling in wanting to hook up with me. No one wants fitness advice from me. Nobody saw me on tour. And for me to get one. Just one. Let me have one. <laughs> Please keep listening to this podcast. I need one.
1: <laughs> um. Wow. I was going to say, I was actually going to be quite supportive before you snubbed me, sir, um, by telling you, hey, if you feel like a creep for listening to all these young callers, how do you think we feel
0: <laughs> giving advice to them?
1: I don't know if you've heard the show.
0: It's pretty much exclusively people in junior high <laughs> asking us for life-changing information. So... <laughs> (laughs)
1: We are alarmed every day we step into the studio, and yet we persist. And so we believe you should persist as well. There Mm -hmm. is no age limit to this, okay? In fact, we would have loved, we want more 40 year olds, 60 year olds to call in with questions. I'm
0: honored that anyone, uh, anyone at all, listens. (laughs) I am grateful for you, and I want you here. Mm -hmm. Especially, I want you here.
1: Especially, she does. I couldn't care if you live or died um, at this point. At this point. Okay, let's jump into a let's jump into an email that hopefully won't exclude me. Okay? <laughs> Hey, wow. Joel and Mitra, there it is, right there. <laughs> Both our names, because we co-host this podcast. <laughs> hey, Joel and Mitra, I'm a gay man in my mid-30s. Oh, there he is. See, thank God, not a high schooler. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and I should say, we love the high schoolers. We love the high this. schoolers. Please keep calling. Um, I'm a gay man in my mid-30s who hasn't had much luck with relationships. My longest ever was four months, and that was four years ago. Recently, I've started seeing a guy, and it's the best things have gone in years. But because of where I'm at in life, I feel I should evaluate relationships on on their long-term potential too. I know there are the big question like kids 100% do not want and TBH, anything that depends on me that can't feed itself or take care of its own poop makes me shudder, same. But also <laughs> stuff like open versus closed relationships, plans, desires to move, etc. What topics do you think should be on a general conversation checklist before making a decision to be boyfriends and and what are your pers- on your personal checklists, if anything? I'm going to say first off just to speak to your specific context um you didn't you don't you didn't, you haven't given like a time frame for how well this one is going
2: mm-hmm.
1: but who cares don't don't <laughs> go there yet i don't know it just seems like the thing is is like uh people want to deal in these absolutes and and i find that like i actually think that online dating has made us checklist people in ways that aren't healthy. Mm -hmm. Like I think that it has made us sort of itemize our wants and sort of compatibility with people in a way that I don't I think that like a lot of stuff that I used to be a checklist person and a lot of stuff that was on my checklist I have now sort of experienced in the wild like I can deal with. If it's the person that I absolutely like care about yes. or find, you know, the chemistry of real life relationship with them, it, it sort of makes it work. And so especially early on, of course, there are deal breaker stuff. I think kids for gay and straight couples is a huge one. Mm-hmm. Um, marriage, you know, things like that. That can be like a huge life thing. But if you're just like, let's like let it ride. Especially I, feel like there's,
0: early. Um, I feel like you can feel them moment or period of time where something is starting to become a serious thing. and I think that is I don't think you need to have that conversation like date two or whatever because you could just be dating someone for fun. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's way more about like the way that a person makes me feel is mm-hmm. my deal breaker in my checklist yep. It's like, does a person make me feel smart? Does a person make me feel funny? Attractive, Whatever. Are they nice? Like that kind of stuff. The other stuff is important. But I think like if you're not looking for that kind of stuff right now, then you don't have to worry about it. And then if that person is, you can discuss it later
1: as it comes up. Yeah, I just feel like for the last 10 years, single people have been itemizing their wants and dislikes. On these apps mm-hmm. in a way that like, it's just such a fucked up way to think about it. And I, f- and, and that's why I like, I mean, other than sex, which I sort of view is very utilitarian and is sort of useful to be like, I want to do this and I do not want to do that. I just feel like with relationships, it's like, I don't know, just take a step back and exactly what you said, like go off of how you are made to feel in that specific context with this person. Um, so, okay, Cupid, like, fuck those fucking questions. I was addicted. I was addicted to, like, every time they were like, if the, if there was a meteor hurtling towards Earth, like, like all these fucking well, wild people, hypotheticals. But I, but I
0: think, like, some people. Don't defend really... them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, like, for some people, like, like, like somebody who does have a kid or like Mm -hmm. it has things like that that they want to have out there that they think are deal breakers where it's like if somebody has a kid and you don't want to be around someone with a kid like that's an important thing to put out there but for you it's like your whole thing is things that you don't want so I think just focus on the things that you do want if this person fulfills them then enjoy that until you feel like it's Becoming a problem. Or well, whatever.
1: and I will I will say something that I've had to learn too. And again, it goes back to and maybe I'm making my personal like um, sort of pathology with the sort of itemization of wants and, and dislikes um, too general. But I, I will say that like I think it sort of discounts some of the challenges that are inherent in relationships. You know, like I know so many people who never wanted kids and ended up with like dating somebody with a child, and it's like. It that is not something that he would have considered for everybody, right? But it's in this specific person. This was something that like he never expected to want, and he doesn't necessarily want it now. But it is a challenge. There's all those things come up like all the time. Like there's, you know, people that I've dated or I'm in relationships now where I'm just sort of like I would have thought that that this is a deal breaker, but it is now just sort of like a challenge, a, a challenging part of a relationship with someone I otherwise love, and. Um, you know, these things and people come into your lives and they're not always going to be sort of, they're not always going to check every box.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's important to remember. But if they're like crazy racist or something like that, like that's, you know, a deal breaker.
0: Send them to jail. Yeah. yeah
1: send them straight to jail. Hope that was helpful. <laughs>
0: We'll move on to another email uh, This one I think will not trigger Joel uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi Joel and Mitra I'm a huge fan of both of you and I love the pod Okay thank god I really need advice about sex My boyfriend and I have been dating for four years And I have never had an orgasm I've told him about this but he doesn't care at all He goes down on me but after he finishes He just falls asleep I don't know what to do to get him to help me finish too Um, Break, break up. up Break
2: up
1: <laughs> He's done. I hate this He's done um this sucks he
0: doesn't care <laughs> he
1: doesn't care if Four you years feel good in, um, he doesn't care lisa strata his ass first of all he's nobody's coming if you're not coming nobody's coming
0: this sucks
1: this sucks and i think that like here's the thing like yeah you could probably train him to make you come but it seems like you he want someone care. who wants to make you come like this question would be so different it was it's like he tries so hard you know, you often right. hear that. Like, Yes,
0: totally. But this is someone I don't know what to do to get him to help me finish, too, is like
1: after four years, After
0: four years, like totally exactly what you said. Like, it's one thing if it's just like the level, like a missed connection or whatever, yeah. where it's like you really have to like take the time to be like, this is what I like. This is what works for me. Let's figure it out together how we make this work together in tandem. We make me come yeah. because that isn't it. Because obviously, like. It, like I'm assuming you know what makes you come, and it is like an interesting thing to like figure that out with a partner, like what they can do for you, because it's just a different thing. The angles are different. Right. But this is a case of someone who just seems to not give a fuck, which sucks. Yeah. That sucks. It's a relationship. It's supposed to be mutually beneficial on like all levels. Yeah. So, uh, that's that's not easy. hot. That's not cool. Like he's not good at sex if he's not making you come.
1: Yep. And this is uh, so easy. Dump him. Dead to me. That's it.
0: <laughs> um.
1: Okay. Um we're going to move on to another email and i just want to point out that if they have inserted a break into this episode so far if you've heard a break if you're coming back after mm. we have just sort of I
0: shudder s- to sort think. of s-
1: tried to sell you better help that just know that we did not
0: i shudder to, that, to think okay? that there's a break right after that
1: Hey, Mitra. Hey, Joel. I'm I'm in a shitty roommate situation with three other girls. I used to be friends with two of them, but it turned sour quickly after we moved in together and I realized that they aren't great people. The other roommate is fine, but she's closer to them and is icy to me. I'll be honest. I'm petty. I want to make their life more difficult. I don't want them to know it was me or be able to trace it back to me. But do you have any ideas on how to get revenge in small, traceless ways? I just want to make their life slightly worse. Thank you. Love y'all.
0: This, um, is fun. this is fun. <laughs> this is fun. I mean, because like obviously the advice is like don't get revenge, don't but get petty. Also,
1: shit in their shampoo bottle, which is something that a girl named Jenna did um, at my theater school Whoa. to a girl named Chelsea. Took her shampoo bottle. We don't know how. We don't know. We <laughs> we wish there was camera footage of it. We don't know how, but she shit. In her shampoo bottle. And
0: how, oh God, how did this get discovered?
1: Well, because she admitted it. Um, she wanted whoa. she wanted people to know it was her. No. And that's how that's sort of who we were dealing with. And I think you need to oh. channel Jenna here, except for the part of, of sort of you know, that's the problem with a lot of these serial killers is they love the chase. You right. know, they, they, love, they love a calling like card, a note, yeah, yeah, to yeah, the yeah, newspaper, a riddle. Um, and it's like, no, actually, there are a lot of serial killers probably just chill and killing people and like not needing the, the pageantry of it. A humble and, serial killer. Like, exactly. And I think that you can be sort of the Jenna of your living situation but without the calling card. And so shit in the shampoo bottle. Something else I think Jenna did in college was... Um she left an open can of tuna at the bottom of their laundry hamper. No, um, this
0: stuff is psycho.
1: <laughs> um, I'm just giving I, advice, okay? <laughs> um, and that's like that's tough because like, and it's like one of those things where it's very difficult to sort of find for a, until well, it's too late.
0: Because well, what's also difficult with like roommate situations, especially with multiple roommates, is you're probably in a place where you're cramped together, so it's difficult to get revenge in ways oh, that do not right. make your life worse. Yeah. Um, like I had a roommate who was horrible in college and she didn't do this, I think, to hurt me, but she just, she was, she left, we went home for Christmas break and she left a rancid container of milk and accidentally knocked it over and it spilled into the kitchen and it just reeked, it just reeked and, um, she wasn't getting home for days after me, Mm. but I was like, I'm not cleaning this up. She's yeah. cleaning this up, and I just left it. But I did punish myself as well. That's not really revenge, but I'm just saying like that's an example of things where you can you could um let's see. well,
1: I guess the biggest the the problem with her question is this she doesn't want them to know it was her right. Which is always difficult for me because I guess I am the kind of serial killer that wants people to know it's me. Um, but, <laughs> but but sort of uh, without, um, plausible, with plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the area that's tough because you do want them to hurt. And you do want them to know it was you, but that you just want them to not be able to prove it.
0: Right. That is fun. Um, letters. I think a scary letter.
1: Mm, yeah. <laughs> a scary letter. What would that entail, Mitra? Go on.
0: Um, a letter from an anonymous person that's vaguely that threatening. Says, okay. Um interesting walk to work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect because it is meaningless. Yeah. It is it means nothing. Right. Um, except they know. So um, they know
0: that someone was watching them get there.
1: Yeah. I think you can sort of um prank them at work, sort of get them fired, um, sort of call in complaints to them at work. That's yeah. what I would do.
0: And, and you know, you always take it the real one step uh, that it's like, wow, Joel, have, have you? <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. And we'll never know. You'll never know. But actually we will know. because you love the pageantry.
1: I do love the pageantry. And, and, and I out. would like to come out publicly on the podcast and say, yes, I am the reason Rosie O'Donnell got fired from The View. <laughs> I take responsibility for that. I called in a bomb threat and blamed it on her. Um <sighs> That was not the way I wanted to end that, but. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck. And now we are going to take a break because we said so.
0: We choose. And And we're we're back. back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What you don't understand the ins and outs of podcasting is that we literally seconds ago said we're going to take a break. And then without. A second delay said, we're back. And that's fun for us.
0: It's fun for us. And it will never be fun for you.
1: Never fun for you. Love Let's ya. listen to this call.
3: Hey, Joel and Misha. I'm calling because number one, I'm obsessed with both of you equally. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome.
2: There you go. Thank and um,
3: I also have a question. Um, I am a dumb queer slut um, <laughs> who likes dating and sleeping with people of all genders, um, except for straight men, really. And so I've been seeing a couple of different bisexual boys and I'm wondering if you have any advice for how to get them all in my bed at the same time. Um, I, I am thinking like, I don't want to be like, hey, you should meet this other guy I'm seeing because you're both bisexual, so you'll automatically like each other because I know that that's not how it works. But they're all super hot and have really good taste in me. So I think, like, maybe they would get along. So if you have any experience with, um, I don't know, arranging threesomes, foursomes with all of the hot people you're sleeping with, um, let me know all right
1: thanks love you bye okay we're gonna call this girl boss <laughs> girl boss vibes
3: girl boss
0: vibes girl
1: boss vibes again i love the non-problems that we get to to, to solve on this because it sounds like she's doing just fine
0: <laughs> oh, wow the
1: answer is simple um you present first of all
0: patrick Silva so <laughs> First of
1: all, don't injure yourself um, <laughs> doing that. I, I would say I'm um, presented as an orgy. Just be like, hey, I'm having a chill orgy at my house. Here are the cast. Here's the <laughs> cast. Hopefully you included. Um, no one is required. This, this is why I actually prefer um, full, like five plus in a group setting. Because um, like threesomes, you can always tell when somebody is there who doesn't want to be there, you know, you can get that vibe, but everyone is sort of forced to participate in a three or four situation Four is a little bit more borderline five plus you really have options to sort of dip in and sort of taste what you want to taste and sort of um, respectfully sort of, you know, um, not engage with who you don't want to engage with. So it sounds like you have a a full cabal here. Mm -hmm. um, And I think you just sort of straight up arrange it as a orgy sort of maybe give everyone the headshots. That's what actually- I, I think
0: give everybody the the bare bones information yeah. and see what they say. And like,
1: see what happens. Seems like- Every orgy I've been a part of that has happened in that sort of way that isn't like an after situation. Like I have a, a pair of friends that um, every time they come to town, they get an Airbnb and we'll go after the the bars or the clubs or whatever and they'll just be on grinder the whole time and they'll be like sort of like casting directors. They'll be like, do you like this guy? <laughs> invite him over, and like there's just a revolving door showing up to this Airbnb, and I'm not always into. I'm not always 100 on Airbnb, okay. <laughs> and it's certainly not everybody is into me, but there's enough people there. I think it's just about keeping the numbers high, mm. so that there's enough for everybody uh, to interest everybody, and not just assuming that like because it sounds you know, and I, that's a, I think that's what they do. It sounds like these guys are down because it sounds like they you they are aware that you're dating a lot of other people, mm-hmm. so. I think they'd be down for this too.
0: Or maybe not, but all you can do is ask yeah. and I hope you get exactly what you want. Cuz you get a bus.
1: Yeah, girl bus. Okay, um I guess I'll read this one, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Hi, Mitra and Joel. Okay, Mitra's name first. <laughs> weird, not alphabetical, sort of reading into that. Um, last year, I finally came out as a lesbian to all my friends and family. I'm very lucky in that everyone was very accepting and happy for me. I was so excited that I finally, I was finally out that I started dating and hooking up with many women and months after. Now that it's been a year, I'm a little less sure about my sexuality and I think I might be bisexual or maybe even straight. God forbid. I feel weird about expressing this to my friends because I don't want to be seen as flaky and I don't want to Perpetuate the stereotype that gayness is just a phase that you go through in your twenties. How do I tell my loved ones about struggling with my identity? Um, First of all, how bad were the women you were fucking that now you're (laughs) 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 just, just JK, JK, JK. JK, JK. (laughs) Um, I don't think she has to tell them shit.
0: I don't think so either. I think you don't have to announce every time that you feel a, change or a shift in yourself or are coming close, like coming to a greater understanding about right. yourself. I think you can, if you want to, if you feel an obligation to do so that I think just figure out if it is important to you to know, or if it is important to, to let people know, or if it's important to them to right.
1: know. I, 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 I don't want to like get inside her head and, and tell her things about herself, but I, I highly doubt she's fully straight. Like, it sounds like she's hooked up with a lot of women. And then to just, I it sounds like bi, sort of like queer, like she's in that world. And so like at this point, unless you, until you are in a serious relationship with a man who you're bringing home to meet your, and introducing your friends and family, you don't owe them an explanation for who you're fucking or dating. You yeah. Know, and you even just don't. then,
0: you're like, you can, you can be whatever you think you are. So, yeah. or, you know, you are, so you're just figuring it out. I, I think it sounds like in a great way, this is not a huge in in terms of like external pressure everyone is accepting everyone is happy for you so
1: yeah it's i big, do i think the biggest issue for her is that she's worried about the stereotype i think particularly for for cis women that uh lesbianism is a phase right um but i mean and i don't want to get into it cuz we don't have time but i think for women i think for everyone sexuality is a, is is a little bit fluid i think that <sighs> You know, there's so many sort of barriers and and pressures put on women and different pressures and barriers put on men that make it sort of like more acceptable for women to be a little bit more fluid sometimes. I think like it's a weird dichotomy where I feel like everyone, when a woman comes out as bi, is like, oh, it's the girl part is just a phase. And when a man comes out as bi, they're like, oh, the straight part is just a phase. And and it comes from the same sort of oppressive... Like ideology that that we right. make those assumptions about both. Um, but I think you could, you just cannot worry about meeting a stereotype or breaking a stereotype. Yeah. You, you just, just don't
0: owe anybody an explanation yeah. for your preferences. And it sounds like they're going to be open regardless. So yeah. it's going to be OK. But you don't have to give like minute by minute updates nope. either.
1: Not even a little bit.
0: Just enjoy. (laughs) Um,
1: Okay, so uh, next up we have another call. Mm -hmm. Let's jump right into that.
4: Hi, Jill and Mika. Big fan, but I am calling because I need help or advice or urgent care. Um, Thank you for the branding. One of my closest (laughs) friends um, in our friendship. We became, like, instant best friends the first day of college. Um, I consider her, like, part of my family. I've known her for years. We've been roommates. Um, now that we're a little bit older, we don't get to see each other that much. But I also think it's because of her boyfriend. Um, I get the vibe that he's very Nazi-like, alt-right, neo-Nazi, I think is the technical term for 2019, but he just gives off those vibes of dead in the eyes, pale, blonde hair, blue eyes, anti-Jewish. I'm Jewish, if that helps, but, like, I just get Nazi vibes from him. Anyway, they've been together two years now, and I thought at first, like, it was just a Tinder hookup, whatever, didn't matter. And so I wasn't going to say like, oh, I get like, you know, alt right. Vibes from this dude. Maybe <laughs> you shouldn't see really him. Really struggling. Now that they live together, I feel like I missed the window, but I don't want her to end up with a terrible person. So I'm looking for advice. What to do. Do I say something? Do I not say something? Do I tell her like, Day for her wedding, or yes, you know, just stand by and let him divide our friendship. why Anyway, looking for your take on it. Okay,
1: bye. Okay, we're gonna call her uh,
0: <laughs> Wedding Crasher.
1: Wedding. Cr- I was gonna say um, Indiana Anna, emphasis on Anna, because it's a girl. Jones, because of Nazi Hunter.
4: But. Oh,
0: wow! It really <laughs> we. I am all. I am always lowest common denominator, and yours are fully inaccessible. Like both bad jokes, but for different reasons. Yep. <laughs> yours always require an explanation, and mine are like, yeah, all right. <laughs> love
1: it, love it, love it. Okay, so
0: so obviously um, wait till the wedding.
1: Wait till the wedding. That's the answer. I, I do have to say, maybe confirm some of this because I was waiting for like.
0: The I know, I'm dying. 100% for
1: a, like there is, um, like, just because he's pale and dead behind the eyes. I hate like, to,
0: like, take this. side. side. I, I I, I shudder there, to, there to do There seems to be so.
1: a, a real lack of evidence here. It I just, was just
0: looking for, like, a, like, a tattoo yeah, that he had or a like, Facebook post. A club or something. that he's but in. Or like a kept, rally that he's been to. She kept
1: or, returning to the the word the vibe, vibe, which is typical.
0: And difficult. I don't want to erase your experience. No. And it, it may, be, if there is any, any proof, first of all, consider that your friend has been with this person for, for two, two years. years. So maybe your friend yeah. has some problematic views of their own that yeah. maybe they're just not sharing with you. Mm-hmm. Um but, yeah, I would love... Yeah, a book on the bookshelf. Just yeah. any... There's <laughs> like, so much. A, a specific shirt.
1: Yeah, something about him um, other than the vibe. That's... Because the thing is, is how can... You can't take this... To, what does the conversation with your friend look like at this point? You have bat. I think your boyfriend is a neo-Nazi. Why do you think that?
0: Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, just think End of, of this as something... You are, you are taking your friend to court. Yeah. About a relationship. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to come with evidence. Yeah. You're coming with stuff that is purely circumstantial yeah. and completely out of this person's control. And
1: it sucks because when you see the headline, like neo-Nazi boyfriend, you think you know where we're gonna fall down on this. I but know. You, every day on this podcast I it want, is a surprise. I just
0: want more more than vibes. Vibes but to that, go off. That being of. said. Because we take it so serious. That being said. You don't have to hang around this person. And if you do actually have evidence and your friend is dating this person, they probably have access to that same evidence and probably more. Yeah. So consider that your friend has some bad opinions of their own.
1: And and a lesson to us all. When you see something, say something early.
0: Early. Okay.
1: Don't wait two years in or wait till the wedding.
0: Wait. You you can't go with this middle ground. We're going with all in right away or... Scorched earth on the wedding day, and that's that's going on. (laughs) And that's that, and
1: that's that. And this is like, honestly, unfortunately, this is like how friendships sort of a lot of friendships grow apart is because one person has sort of unconfirmed vibes
0: about a dead eye boyfriend. I mean, I one of my friends uh, and is like has a very serious relationship with like one of my friends from high school. has a very serious relationship with a guy that I think is very problematic. Name them them. (laughs) first, last name. (laughs) And I realized I was like, "Oh, that she's okay with this." Yeah. So she can't be that, that great either. That
1: is, I didn't even think about that. That is sort of she is the silent third character, complicit. Yeah, complicit for sure.
0: It's not like. Oh fuck! I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> unfortunately, it
1: either it, the, there are two scenarios here, and one scenario is, is that you are completely off your mark, and this person is just maybe lame, and and uh, and
0: sucks for other reasons. Yeah,
1: sucks for other for reasons. Sure. Or your friend has been radicalized. Yeah. And either way, <laughs> there's not a whole lot you can do, but
0: but ruin the wedding. Yeah, do that good luck, good I, luck. Our, we love to tell people to ruin, well, the ruin weddings. weddings is like
1: a, a piece of advice that we constantly return we to we really always land on ruin the wedding real like just a um some
0: uh, disrespect mm-hmm. disrespect for disrespect
1: and lies yeah yes two of our touchstones um, alright <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a quick break and then when we come back we have um, a friend of the pod Greta Teitelman, uh, has With left an us an
0: emergency an
1: emergency <laughs> and we can't wait to get to it <laughs> And we are back with Whoa. one last call that oh man it's it's we haven't listened to it yet
0: I'm but excited.
1: we know we recognize the number and we know <laughs> that the person who asked this question is completely to the bottom of her core deranged
0: yes and a dear friend and a dear friend
1: <laughs> let's listen
0: hi it's Greta Taylor
2: and calling I'm calling because I have been having insanely soft Recently, and I'm wondering <laughs> if you guys can give me any advice on how to harden up my school and out of the morning. Sometimes I go like days, but I also think it's physical. Any advice? Um, fiance is interested in anal, and I just want to be prepared. Any questions?
0: Soon. Wow. Okay. So,
1: This actually necessitates a callback.
0: Yes, because uh, so what's beautiful about this is just that um, it's like it's sort of like uh, the the poetry of a of like a a loss a long lost uh, Greek writer or something. <laughs> Sappho. Where, yes, Sappho. Sappho. It's sort of like the, sort of, like that's exactly what I was thinking of the poetry of Sappho, where there's so much in the spaces between mm-hmm. the information that mm-hmm. we have, but the information we've been given is beautiful. Yeah, but. It's like, what's beautiful. What's even more beautiful about this situation is that we get to call Sappho. Yeah, I can't wait.
1: <laughs> oh God, that's gorgeous. Okay, so let's get her. Let's get Sappho on the line. Okay, <laughs> our dear friend Greta Titelman.
2: <laughs> is this what?
1: Is this Greta Titelman? Yes. Hi. <laughs> hi, Greta. It's Joel and Mitra. Hello.
0: And this sort oh of this
1: this Thanks sort of rocky so start is sort of emblematic of um, the problem that we have with your call, which is we got um, the voicemail. It was sort of a, a riddle to us because there were some ins and outs of it. We do know that loose stool, fiance, That's, and okay. anal are all sort of the <laughs> <laughs> the keywords. So I
0: think I think we got some most of the important information, but. We'd love you to elaborate a bit. Okay,
2: so, you guys, I've been suffering for the longest time with loose stool, okay, and constipation. So when a movement happens, it's always loose. But now, you know, my fiance is just begging for anal, (laughs) and I just don't know what to do.
1: Well, so first of all, I need actually a little bit more of a description when you say loose. So are you familiar with the Bristol stool chart? Okay.
2: No. The Bristol
1: stool chart. You gotta look up the Bristol stool chart because there is um, six different types of stool. Okay, from very globular, sort of just complete wet.
0: I don't know what this is either. I'm looking it up.
1: It's not made up. Okay. I believe
0: you. I just don't. Okay. Whoa. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's looked it up, Um, and so we've sort of got like type one to type six seven. Oh whoa, okay. did they add one? They must have. Whoa, I am I am not getting the I'm on the the boards and um people did not alert me that when did that get approved?
0: I wow. know, it feels like you should have been part of the wow. process.
1: No, there's always been seven. Yeah, I'm feel- just wrong. Okay, so, so so type 1, hard separate hard lumps like nuts.
2: No. Okay. No. Type so 2.
1: Sausage shaped but lumpy. We all know what those are. Um, type like three, to
2: me, but
1: no. Like a sausage but with cracks on the surface. Um. No. Okay, and those first three, those are bad. You don't want th- type four, five, sort of the ideals. Like a sausage or snake, smooth and soft. Or no, soft blobs with soft blobs with clear-cut edges. Now we're sort of moving in your direction, Greta. Uh-huh, um,
2: we are. Yeah, we are.
1: Fluffy <laughs> pieces with ragged edges, a mushy stool. Oh my God. That's a type uh-huh. six. Or type uh-huh. seven, watery, no solid pieces so are you um, where are you at type six or type in, seven we are,
2: we are consistently at a 6.5 6.5 whoa.
1: whoa that's straight up diarrhea babe. <laughs> <laughs> so and how many days are passing in between these stools
2: like sometimes it can be three whoa Greta. <laughs> three
1: days between <laughs> constipation and diarrhea that is quite uh Combo. Um, I
2: know. Well, sometimes, like sometimes, the thing can happen to me where I can have little rabbit turds. You know what I'm saying? And those are no, like
1: that's a type like, one. That's a type one.
2: Right. So I push, 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 and then other days <laughs> I wake up and it's just like a damn faucet, like Falls, just a total explosion. You know.
1: Um. So this is gonna sound counterintuitive, actually, but here's the thing, babe. More fiber,
2: okay.
1: more fiber, I and because it but sounds how? like you're getting, it sounds like you're getting one type of fiber, which is um, the soluble fiber, which is the sort of okay. the thing that makes you regular. Um, but you're not getting enough unsoluble fiber, which is the sort of thing that bulks you. Okay, so here's so what
2: do I need to do. Here's
1: what I'm going to suggest to you. Okay, and they are not a sponsor. They did recently email me asking how to become a sponsor on the podcast, and I said. I am not the person to contact about this. You should know how to do this job better. Um, Pure for men. Okay. They also make.
0: So just email and regardless, you will end you up. You <laughs> will end up. Because I, well,
1: I believe in the product. Here's the thing. Pure for men, it is a product that, is, ma- for men. that is made to help um, sort of, with anal sex because what it is is it is a proprietary blend of two different kinds of fibers the, both the kinds that you need this is not an ad this is not an ad it's just no. a product that I use every day and whether or not I'm constipated or I'm feeling a little diarrheal because I'm on moxicillin, I take Pure for Men because what it does is it both helps to bulk and clean and so it will it just generally makes you more regular now here is the twist they have launched Pure for Women <gasps>
0: Okay. and like Yay, why, why okay. can't like why not just everybody take pure Pure,
1: yeah that is the common question and what i have come to understand is that the bottle i believe is pink
2: the <laughs> okay, pills that's important that's important because i can only take things from pink bottles. yeah
1: there is a yeah it's a pink uh pure for her i'm sorry pure for her pure is what for it's called her. um the pills are smaller
0: the pills, um, easier, easier for your little
1: feminine throat to get around. It's like, okay? come on,
0: I'm, if I'm if I'm sucking down, come, I can suck down a
1: pill
2: too. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I you know, I famously can only deep throat a cocktail weenie, so this is perfect.
1: Yeah, so yeah, so pure for her. And then I think they're they add for they added for some reason aloe vera to yours. Ooh, uh, soothing,
2: very Yeah, good soothing. Different.
1: And so I would try. I would try that. Um, okay. And, and I need to try it's that. just twice a day, two pills, two to three pills. I would start with two. I wouldn't chance okay. it because it sounds like you're a delicate ecosystem.
2: I'm a de- very delicate ecosystem. Are you, what, either, di- like, what
1: diet? Like, are you on a strange diet or something right now?
2: I don't have dairy and I don't have gluten, but some days, like, you know what it is? I'm an inconsistent eater. Hmm. Like, I eat breakfast and then I can go hours, 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 not eating. And then I can eat some other shit and then, like, I don't think I'm getting enough leafy greens.
1: Sometimes it's too much leafy greens.
2: Maybe I am getting too much. I mean, sometimes I do look down and things just aren't digested. You know? Mushrooms, arugula, quinoa, you name
0: it. Well, all of
1: those things I mean, not meant to be
0: digested. A big thing for me, I wasn't chewing enough. For me, that was something where I was like... Oh, I, I have to actually learn to chew. <laughs> because, because my family, we all eat fast yeah, as we can. Yeah, same. We're eating a lot of like stews and stuff mm-hmm. in my house growing up. So it was just like yeah, you put the slop in your mouth and you just swallow it kind of. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, slop and swallow. It's a common... It's a common that was a big is.
1: reason why I started blending chicken mm. is because I wasn't mm. chewing it fast enough or well enough. Um, and it wasn't digesting very, very easily. Um, also...
2: I am going to take pure for her.
1: Uh, you got to get on it. I, I truly do think it is good. A lot of people are like, oh, it's just psyllium husk. It's just psyllium husk. And I, to that, to them, I say, that's only one kind of fiber. I believe that is the unsoluble fiber that scrubs you out, okay? doesn't have yeah, the okay. other fiber that also bulks you up. And that, I yeah. think, is when it would be even more important for you. And added benefit, once we get things working in order down there, mm-hmm. it'll be all ready for that old fiancé. To okay. take a poke because that's the whole point yeah. is that it's supposed to make you feel a little bit more secure because I'll, I'll tell you what if I'm being regular with my Pure for Men some days barely wipe
0: whoa wow barely, <laughs> okay. barely
1: wipe I'll just wipe just to, lo- just to have the satisfaction of looking at that toilet paper and seeing it clean as a whistle
2: that's beautiful Pointless. well if you want to know something that started to happen to me uh, yeah, I used to joke around that my ass wasn't clean until it bled I had to wipe so many times <laughs>
1: <laughs> the way <laughs> you laughed at this revelation is disturbing. you are upset by that. I would say well, stay away. I stay away from your hole. Stay away from your hole. Let your fiance handle your hole, okay? Because okay. once I, I'll yeah. tell you what. Once you're married, that hole is his, <laughs> <laughs> and his hole is yours, hole is- and his hole yeah, is yours. His as well. hole
0: is yours. And we, as That's we covered, I, I believe on episode
1: four or five, with anal and women, mm. the wall, the wall, and the mm. wall. Your wall might make it pleasurable for you, or your wall might be positioned in such a way that it's not pleasurable for you, and you'll know pretty quick.
2: I yeah, I want to, I want to give the treat of the ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I just, and it is my a ass treat, is not in a condition. Yeah,
1: save it for your wedding night, though. You got time.
2: I know. Okay, say something. Her. I'm on it. You guys, <laughs> so, thank you so much did we me. Do you feel like we helped? Yeah, I'm sorry that my ass is so sloppy.
1: Well, apologize to your fiance, not to us, okay? Because he's the one who's got to deal with it.
2: I really do feel like you guys helped. You guys are too, you know, you guys are too kind of, brilliant minds that i trust with my life at the end of the
1: day and you just lost the respect (laughs) of so many of our listeners greta you are a dear dear friend but also an amazing comedian in your own right and you have a podcast called the worst that Mm -hmm. is correct i do um and what day does that come out where can they find it Mondays.
2: mondays mondays find it on itunes spotify uh, Stitcher, uh SoundCloud, you know, all the places. Yeah,
1: we love you, Greta. Um check her out. We love also you. on Los Spookies, um, just an amazing, yes. amazing all around performer. Um, Greta Titelman, everybody, thank you so much for calling. We love you. Thank you, her,
2: oh, thank Greta, you love I, you. I really and then in a few in a few um weeks we should have a follow up on how the peer for her is doing. <gasps> oh, I I'm would can't wait. order that today. Please let, let us know.
0: Down. Grab it. Okay, I will. Okay. Love you guys. All right, Bye. love you. Bye.
1: <sighs> Oh, boy.
0: Wow. And so rarely do... I want this to
1: keep going for the whole... (laughs) (laughs) I actually think if we could make that happen for the whole episode, that'd be great.
0: I would say it is very rare that we know that something good has happened when we give advice. Yeah. And I truly believe that this will be...
1: Life-changing. Life-changing.
0: Because when when you can get that sort of going regular... There's no better feeling.
1: No better feeling. And sometimes I get cocky and I stop and it really does change and it 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 upsets me. It yeah. upsets me and it upsets me hard. Um well another successful episode, Mitra.
0: Yes, yes. another perfect
1: episode. <laughs> another perfect episode that the critics they won't be able to. They won't even be able to write a negative word. I'm
0: so not I mean, one negative word. We gave we gave um medical advice. Medical, <laughs>
1: actual medical advice. There might she could have a tumor.
0: <laughs> she, <laughs> it's really scary that we did that. Uh. Um
1: yeah, I actually feel like we crossed the line today. Um, yeah, and it's weird that the critics aren't saying negative things about this episode. We know that for a fact.
3: Right, and it's we know weird. that. Uh, we know that, but, but it's weird because it's the first time we should. Yes. That.
0: All experiences are anecdotal, of course, and should not uh, be taken as uh, yeah. legal, legally.
1: But again, fighting, I will say blah, Pure blah, blah. For Men, give me back pay for that. Okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> give
1: me back pay. Ryan, who I've been emailing, Give me back pay. Um, um.
0: So if you want to call in and leave us a voicemail, leave make it about sixty to ninety seconds. Uh, to increase your chances of getting on the show, be specific, be fun. Three two three 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 four zero three seven one. That is three two three 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 four zero three seven one. We love your calls. Or you can email too. Yeah.
1: You can email urgentcarepod at gmail.com. if you have any questions, follow ups, um, uh, comments or advice that you'd like to give to any of the people you've heard on the episode. Of day, shoot your shot. Okay,
0: Shoot Shoot your shot. shot.
1: That is a a, a piece of advice we often return to.
0: And please rate, review, subscribe, all that good shit. Tell your friends. All
1: the podcast business. We love you guys. Hey, Dana. Thank you. Hey, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone listening?
0: Thank you. you. Joel? Yeah. Thank you.
1: Hey, Mitra. What? Fuck you. No, I'm kidding. Goodbye.
0: (laughs)